and welcome to Season 2, Episode 36 of Keeping It PC. And as you'll notice, I am doing the intro today. And that means our lovely co-host, Mr. Patrick Fergus, will where not be joining us. Don't know where he, he is. He's, he's like, um, if I had to compare him to like a movie character, I'd say James Bond. Because you just never know. I'll just I'll call him Kanye West because he's off the gree 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 gree. <laughs> Shout out! Shout out! Girl. Did he ever? Did he ever actually come on to that concert? Yes, this Friday, the new album Vultures will be dropping on all streaming services, and you know, as me being a big Yay fan, I will be spinning that at least five times at midnight on Thursday. Yeah, did he actually? So was the concert like his new songs, like the new? Yeah, album? so they're saying like he got the wrong computer or something, but they ended up playing seven like unfinished songs. There's supposed to be eighteen oh. on the album, but he only played like a handful of them. But you know, I I can't wait for it. The, all of them sounded good to me. A lot of people hating, but like for me, I thought that was pretty good music. Yeah, I mean, I didn't stay up. I I, I was obviously I was obviously with you, uh, but then was dropped at home before. Before I couldn't take it anymore. I was I was about to fall asleep, so he was taking forever always to late. come on stage. But he's always at know, least two hours late with that stuff. I mean, yeah, like, he's I, so unreliable. And uh, not a shock that there was a hiccup, got the wrong computer, and only exactly. only seven unfinished songs. But it's only yay. The Kanye fans we are, as you as you guys know, we've done a full Kanye ranking episode of all of his albums, all of his music. So check yes. that out if you're a Kanye fan as well and haven't seen that. But anyway. On to football, because that's really what this podcast is has become, of, of just a the, football the podcast. The meat and potatoes. <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is like the turkey or ham of the Thanksgiving dinner. Here, yeah, we're getting know? into it. And uh, speaking of food and Thanksgiving, there's an Italian man oh, playing quarterback for the New York football giants right now. And some will say that he is on a Linsanity run. Yeah. And I'm not getting an, you're not getting an argument out of me. I mean, if you see the way this guy's playing and the way that he took over, not even the Giants, but like the whole league, I feel like my entire feed on like every social media today and the day before was just all Tommy DeVito and his family. So oh, and his, how about his agent, dude? Looks like oh straight up the Sopranos. By the way, that is brilliant marketing by his agent. Yes. Because that was obviously set up. Like that mm-hmm. was he I guarantee you that guy doesn't normally dress like that. I hope but not. He, he he knew all the cameras would be on him, and he, Monday night he made it look like he was in the mob, and he knew the cameras were on him, and that's and that's what got people talking. And, and credit yeah. to that guy because Tommy DeVito is going to be one of those names that people like, uh, you know, and uh, dudes just sit around like, yo, name a random guy from. Oh my god! It, it almost yeah, it's almost perfectly <laughs> set up to be there. Tommy <laughs> DeVito perfect. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah. When you name a random player, I I don't I actually think he's going to be a little bit better than that. I don't think oh, yeah, I've, this is a whole other conversation. Let's get into it now because I'll start off here. I think that this guy should be playing over Daniel Jones, even if he's healthy. I'm not sure if the Giants are going to do that, but I really believe that this guy is Tommy Cutlets. I mean, he's the guy. He is the guy. Italian Americans from the New York, New Jersey area are raving over this guy, including me. And he should be the starter for the foreseeable future, unless we want to get a Drake May or a quarterback in the draft this year. Look, uh, I don't know if he's better than Daniel Jones, actually, but I will say the team is playing better with mm. Tommy DeVito at quarterback. 
And maybe maybe that's for all the, maybe the whole team's just playing better. I don't know. Could but be. What I do know is that the team is playing better. And uh, I, look, he's not like he's doing his job. Davido's doing his job, and he, he's he's definitely. I think the thing that has brought the team life is that Davido is aggressive and more willing to take some shots downfield, whereas yeah. Jones was like almost terrified of turning the ball over in a way where he was just playing everything safe. And mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're playing the Cowboys and you're down, you know, opening night of the year and you just got paid $40 million and they're, you know, they're, the Cowboys are making a statement. Their offense is playing well. They, their defense came out and made a play on special teams. And you're just taking checkdowns the whole night. I mean, that's not going to win you football games. And we said, I mean, like the podcast we had for week one, it almost felt like this ruined the Giants' season before it started. And, I mean, they really never came back from that 40 nothing loss. Like, last year they made the divisional round. They were supposed to be a lot better than they are. But if you yeah. lose a game week one like that, it's obviously going to mess with the mental. And Daniel Jones has been playing – I hate to say this. I like Daniel Jones. Me but too. he's been playing football like he's kind of scared or he's worried that he's going to turn the ball over or something bad's going to happen. And Tommy DeVito, when he's out here, it's almost night and day. He's playing for this. He's playing for his career. He's not worried about what other people think. He's got only his family and his people behind him. And you can tell they support him more than anyone I've ever mm-hmm. seen for a football family. I mean, they're kissing each other because of this guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely amazing what's going on. That's all I can say. I mean, I'm just so happy that this was the takeaway from the Giants season because I thought it was going to be an awful year just seeing Daniel Jones play. So it's a good change of pace. It's a good change of pace. And it's been such a weird year for the Giants too. Like, yeah. Awesome. Um, you know, the, the loss to the Niners was terrible. The the mm. two losses to the Cowboys were terrible. But then you got the Jets game and the Bills game where they're like one play away from winning yep. the game. And they sit here at five and eight right now. They could easily be seven and six right now and mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like they're yeah. they're they're literally two plays away from being seven and six. And that's you know it's almost weird because people were talking about the Giants like like penciling them in pretty much to get the number one pick or a top three pick oh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Like so it's all it's been such a weird year, dude, because it's almost it almost seems like the loss to the Cowboys, both losses to the Cowboys and loss to the Niners weren't maybe the best representation of what our team actually exactly. is. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, as ugly as those games were, our, the team's looking better now, and they're finding ways to win. And I was critical of Dable early on. I mm. was, and maybe that was just built up frustration from an underwhelming season and, and not not really much progression. And I still think there hasn't been. Um, but look, Dable is an offensive head coach. The offense was bad with Jones, but. They're somehow making it work right now. I You love to see it. I mean, I was just like you talking about Dable. I guess this can bring us on to our next thing here. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say, because like this this would be a hot take if I were to just come out and say Brian Dable's the coach of the year. So I'm not going to do that. But mm-hmm. I really think if you're talking about these names that should win, he should probably be in like at least the fifth name that comes up, I think. I, I don't. I don't like... I think at this point of the season, it's hard for me to say that. Now, if we look in 
three weeks and they it might you know, yeah you're right it might be a little win, premature if, if they win the next three games and they're sitting at eight and eight going to the final game against the eagles like it's hard to argue my only thing would be right the the mismanagement in the bills game yeah was is definitely a knock and then the jets game walking out gano when he's hurt to attempt that huge long field goal at the end of the game instead of you know that was a fourth and one let's yep. try to get that yard and we end up losing that game because the jets kick a field goal and then score in overtime so and and that's the difference between five and eight and seven and six right now so that mm-hmm. to me i can't say it yet but if they find a way and i know how this sounds crazy but they're one game out I like know, I fuck. can't believe that. That's actually unbelievable that they're a game out after they, all that we've been through. Right. If they find a way to get into the playoffs, that that you alone. have to consider Dable again yeah. for Coach of the Year. You have Absolutely. To. That alone would get, make me give it to him. I mean, look at the roster that this guy is working with, and he's somehow turning it. It's like a bottom three, bottom five roster in talent, and he's making it like he's making this team compete. For the two years that he's been there, I mean, obviously not a big serving size, but like, holy shit! I mean, this is crazy what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think we we've both been underwhelmed by the Giants this year. These but, past three weeks, though, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, no, I, it's it's I'm you know, happy. It, it is nice to see, and you know, this was the first game where I looked and was like, all right, the Packers, they're hot. They, I, I picked them to go twelve and five. And they've mm-hmm. been playing like the team that I thought would go 12-5 and five recently. And to come out on Monday Night Football and beat them like this and, and with a game-winning drive Huge. at the end. I mean, and, and that corner to Wandale, like, that's a throw that Daniel Jones would have passed up for a check down. Absolutely. And that ends up being the play that gets us into field goal range and ices the game ultimately. So am I, am I going to sit here and tell you that Tommy DeVito is going to be the franchise quarterback? I'm not. I'm not willing to say that yet. I might. And there were st- <laughs> there were still <laughs> there were still some problems in that game with Devito. He, uh, but I think he's getting better. He's a, listen. He's a rookie, like, undrafted rookie, undrafted rookie. He has so, so much raw potential. It's ridiculous. Exactly. And uh, so you know, I'm not going to jump the gun and say franchise quarterback. But who what knows? I will say is, in a year where we've seen so many quarterbacks get hurt. Having a guy like Tommy DeVito on your roster, where if your starter goes down and you th- and you know, like, all right, we're not completely screwed here. It's it's exactly. a lovely, it's it's an important position, huge, the most important. But and here's another thing: I've seen a lot of people talking about um, Carolina's situation with Bryce Young, him being a top pick. Yeah. But I also feel like that's a little unfair comparing the undrafted kid to begin with with Bryce Young. But I mean. We have to look at the roster that DeVito's doing this with. I mean, I already said bottom three, bottom five offense. I mean, look at who he's throwing to. Obviously, it's a it's a lame excuse you can kind of give a quarterback. But you, in this in this instance, I feel like you really have to give it to DeVito. I mean, Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor really couldn't get this offense going. And he threw uh, th- three touchdowns against the Commanders. I think either one or two against the Pats. And then another game-winning drive, a nice touchdown to Hodgins this week. Or this Monday, I should say. He's just been very impressive. I mean, I don't want to compare him to any of the other rookies yet. I just feel like it's a little too early, but he's he might just be as good as everyone else. Yeah, I mean 
There's definitely like there's things to clean up for sure. Like uh, I do like the Commanders game. He was He's pressured. Wrong. He was pressured ten times and took nine sacks. Like that. Yeah, that was, was brutal. That's that's terrible. That I mean, was brutal. I I uh, as for the Giants roster, it's uh, it's tough because like again, you look at the team, see them get blown out those three games. I feel like that made them look worse than they are. Absolutely, the, the O line. Is still not great, although it was much better against the Packers. It really was. Like they that actually was the played best game of the year. I thought they played a pretty good game against the Packers. Yeah, that all that was and by Andrew, far their best performance. Andrew Thomas being back has made a a pretty big difference. Like at least you know one guy is not going to get you know beat every single play, right? Yeah. So, and then for, as for the receivers, I don't think it's a terrible group. I don't. I do. Do we have a number one? No. See, that's my problem. They don't have a number one. I just no, feel like it's they gotta, it, and. It's tough in the draft. This year's draft, they have to oh, go sure. after a wide receiver. I think it's dude. The, they have I, to. I was watching receivers today, actually. Like, dude, Marvin Harrison Jr., Keon Coleman, Malik Neighbors. Like those three guys are going to walk into the NFL and be number one receivers the first Anywhere they go. day. The yeah. first day. Like Mar- I'm uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to walk in the NFL and be a top five receiver. I, he's that good. Keon and, Coleman yeah, is so good. Yeah, I don't. People have been a little lower on Coleman lately. I don't know why. I watched his film today. He's unbelievable. I, I and I'm yeah, gonna, he's first round talent. I'm gonna say this. There's gonna be maybe a couple teams that have Keon Coleman as their number one receiver. He's that good. And Malik Neighbors, he's he's also very good. The teams that need a receiver this year are are gonna love this draft. They're gonna love absolutely. this draft. Absolutely, absolutely stacked. And you know what? This is a good year for teams that need all line too. So this is honestly a very good year for the Giants to need offensive help. And I don't know yeah. if they're gonna, I don't know if they're gonna get their quarterback this year. You know, it's it's gonna depend because I mean the Bears are gonna get the number one pick because of Carolina being as bad as they are. Uh, do they stick with Fields? Do they draft a quarterback? Who knows? We'll at find this out. Point? Who knows I mean, at this shit. point? Exactly. Uh, so it's all honestly the Giants getting either Caleb or or Drake May is going to come down to what do the Bears do with Fields because presuming the Patriots get the second overall pick, you you would think that they're going to go with May or yeah, Caleb. Definitely. And so it's going to depend: do the Bears stick at one and take a quarterback? Do they stick at one and take Marvin Harrison Jr. or do they trade back and try to get? You know, a similar package to what they got last year for the number one pick and just run it with Fields again. I don't know what they're going to do. So I don't think the Giants can bank on getting a quarterback this year. So it's it's nice to have a guy like DeVito because jo- even even if Jones is, he- is, you know, healthy eventually, he's not going to be at the start of the year. Are no. they going to bring back Tyrod? Who knows? So having DeVito is nice because at least we know there will be someone there at the start of next season to play quarterback because Jones is not going to be available. Uh, you don't know if you're bringing someone in the draft. Tyron Taylor is a free agent. So it's nice to have DeVito as a safety net. And he's a fan favorite. I mean, where can you go wrong? Even as a backup, everyone's going to love this guy. So he's going to have a good career in the NFL, regardless if he's a starter or not. I yeah. hope it's going to be as the Giants guy. But, I It'd mean, cool. obviously, let's not go crazy. It would be cool. And, and at this point, at minimum, he's proven he can be a backup. 
And, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. likable. That's all so you have to be for right. me to be a backup quarterback. Just be likable. You know what I like? You're not going to play. Just be a happy. Just be that Italian guy. You know, putting up you know, the yeah. one of these. You know, the hand movements. <laughs> the how you doing? Be be prepared. Be ready to go. And he, you know what? He has been. So good for him. And it's been a it's been a cool story to see that because this giant season was looking terrible. Yeah, they <laughs> before, needed this. Before this, there was no fun storylines. There was no nothing. It was, it was just terrible. So this is nice to see. Um, Real shit. Is there anything else on football? Uh, Herbert's out for the year now for oh, the yeah. Chargers. They should just. Um, they up. should. They should. They, they should because yeah. what do you, you try to get Coleman or Marvin Harrison Jr. or neighbors because they desperately need receiver help. Um, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's still good, but. What's Their quarterback's the name is Eason Stick, correct? <laughs> yep. So yeah, they're not going to win. Just that name alone, I don't. No, yeah. I'm going to write them off already. Of course, that has that name has no aura at Stick. all. Stick. Your name. Oh. Your last name is Stick. <laughs> Just retire, buddy. Having having aura in the NFL is like ninety percent of the battle. That's yeah. that's like Tommy DeVito has aura. You can't you can't argue it. People, yeah, people do <laughs> not want to go against Tommy DeVito right now, even if it no. sounds funny. No one wants to play against him because he's red hot right now, and so is the team. I really like it. It almost reminds me of what the Broncos have done. There's been a couple of these teams that kind of started off just like losing embarrassingly, and then as the weeks go on, they kind of slowly build up, and you can see that there's big changes in these teams. Look, if DeVito can can limit mistakes and take the take the big plays when they're there, I think the team can maybe sneak in the playoffs in a week NFC. Maybe. Hey. You know, you never we still, we still got to play the Eagles twice, so maybe not. But you never know. You never That's know. That's all it takes for me. Just saying, there's a chance. I'll be rooting for him. There's a chance. Um, yeah. So Herbert's done for the year. Chargers should just give up. <laughs> See, ya. Uh, Chargers need to just give up uh, and fire their coach. Yes, please. I mean, come on. The, enough. Staley, enough. Staley's done. Belichick looks like he's going to be gone from New England. There was a yeah, that I out. saw the interview. He was uh, yeah. he was giving the old Belichick responses to those "Are you leaving?" questions. Not hey, good. Uh, I'm preparing for Kansas City. Prepared for Kansas City. <laughs> it was like I mean, it was like it was like Marshawn Lynch at the Super Bowl. Like I'm just, I'm just here so I can't find. <laughs> Belichick Amazing. was giving the uh, the old yeah. I'm not going to entertain any of these questions, but I think I think if I'm Belichick, I want out. Like, yeah. uh, what's the point? Like, this he's team had his, He's had his prime years. What's the point of still coaching and being awful? I mean, if you want to still coach, why do it with a team that needs to enter a rebuild? Like, go, <laughs> go. I don't know where he'd go. Like, maybe, maybe the Chargers, you have Herbert there for next year. Does he that go to the Chargers? That would be crazy. I would, I would be shocked if he went. I, don't, I feel like he almost has to retire. Like, where else would he go as a head coach? I just don't know what the market is for a 71-year-old head coach. Exactly. It, it might be over for him. Especially a defensive guy. Yeah. Like, in today's NFL, I don't know if that's really going to have a market out there. So, I don't know. Potentially, his coaching career is over. That was an interesting report. All I know is that New England without Belichick seems weird. But, oh, like, yeah. it's 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 going to be really weird. But that might honestly be an attractive job because they're probably going to have a top-two pick. So whatever coach comes in gets to pick their guy at the top of the draft and kind of start a rebuild from there. Uh, that is probably it for the NFL, right? I would say, yeah. I mean, you got Dallas kind of making their making their name this uh, week against Philly. Kinda, I mean, kinda, 
Yeah, kind of the same old stories. Like uh, yeah. Dak is improving his MVP case. Uh, Purdy's playing good football for the Niners. The Niners are just honestly just such a well-oiled machine. Same storylines. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the same stuff. Uh, so yeah, on to Patrick's favorite topic: the in-season Ooh, tournament for the NBA. And LeBron James may have solidified his goat status with the first ever NBA in-season tournament championship. Hey, Michael Jordan never got an in-season tourney. That's all not. I'm going to say. He never he won. Not. He never won it. He never He never got that $500,000 that LeBron stole from all those G League <laughs> players on the Pacers. He really took that money from them, too. You can tell that those Pacers players, there's they a lot of rookies it. on that team, and they all wanted that money, and LeBron <laughs> said, give me that. L- hey, those guys in L.A. don't need that money, man. No, Lakers, I mean, maybe, hey, it's, maybe you know how expensive it is living down there. Jesus, they really might need it. Maybe some, maybe Otani can give them some money. Yeah, uh, in 10 years, maybe not now. That's another thing. I don't think we knew that, that Otani was. Did that happened before last podcast or no? I think so, because the Juan Soto trade was the new thing when we were talking about it. Okay, so then Otani didn't sign, right? Before no, I, I think he was still a free agent last okay. episode, so this is so, the news. Real quick, while we're on Otani, we're going to segue from the in-season tournament. Go to Otani. <laughs> Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger for yes. the insane contract of 10 years, $700 million, and he's being paid $2 million a year. For the next 10 years. And then the 10 years after that, it's going to be a little Bobby Bonilla situation, except oh, instead God. of $1 million a year, it's going to be $68 million a year. <laughs> Which, honestly, with the way California be taxing their people, is not the worst option for Otani. He gets That's to take like, all. I think that was what he was thinking. I yeah, mean, right? It's I mean, tough living out there financially. He can live off of the $2 million a year plus his endorsement deals plus the money he made from the Angels. And then when he retires from baseball, he's got $68 million a year coming for him. So seems like a pretty sweet deal to me. It kind of sucks for the rest of the league because, you know, if Otani was making, if it was a normal contract and Otani was, you know, making $70 million a year, that's more than eight other franchises have on their entire payroll, which is just ludicrous. <laughs> It's just ludicrous. And I think there's a problem in baseball. I do think they need a salary cap. I do think they need a salary floor. Like, these teams can't be getting away. The big markets just dominate baseball because why wouldn't you go to the... Who's turning down $700 million? Yeah. <laughs> who's turning almost, that down? It reminds me of, like, when... Uh, this is a long time ago, but when LeBron went to the Lakers, right? Yeah. Everyone was kind of saying, like, obviously he's going to go to the big market team coming from uh-huh. Cleveland. He's going to go to either, like, Philly, New York, Los Angeles, I think it right. was. Those were, like, his main picks. And any star that leaves now, I mean, I think you can really say the same thing. But for the MLB, it's even more goofy because they can just th- – any team from any big market can just throw as much money as they want at any star player. So that makes it even more of a chance that – uh, star player is going to go to one of those big market teams because when is a team like the Royals going to actually? When it, any you know what I mean? Like any team, even the yeah. A's. What when are they going to give a star player that kind of money? It'll never happen, you know. Like you, that's why you're seeing Juan Soto come to the Yankees. That's why you're seeing Otani go to the Dodgers. It's just how it is now. Maybe they do need to make a rule about it. Yeah, and you know, like the Dodgers make 
250 million off of t off of their tv deal every year like a team Jeez. like the marlins make 15 million so exactly. that's such a dis that's such an unproportional way for a business to be run when it's a business of these teams have to compete with one another and how are the marlins ever going to compete with a team like the dodgers when there's no salary cap and there's no floor so the marlins don't even have to reach a certain number to pay their guys and the Dodgers can give away all their money. Exactly. It's, like, it's awful. I'm not a fan know, of it either. It's uh it's a little annoying in baseball. Uh, I wish they did have a better system. I understand it'll never be like the NFL. Like none of these leagues will ever compete with the NFL because the NFL's regular season is so meaningful and big markets kind of don't matter in the NFL. Like the, not at all. think think about the best teams in the NFL right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have um like Kansas City, right? Buffalo. Exactly. Um, you know, you do have like Dallas, big market. Philly is a big market. San Francisco is not really a, it's not a huge market. Like, you know, it's, it, you, if it's if, there, uh, it's there, there in it's California. On, it's a giant market, but you know, you think of all these teams and Green Bay, historically one of the best teams. That's there you go. Tiny market. You know, mm-hmm. they had, it doesn't really matter in the NFL. And that's why I think the NFL is overall just, Always going to be a superior product to the NBA and MLB, and uh, shout out to the NFL, man, for real. Yeah, they, I mean, they they have a good they got it down. They have a good business plan, although Goodell is trying to make it flag yeah. football at this point. Come on now, <laughs> he's Stop trying to ban the hip drop tackle. He's trying to ban split flow zone runs. It's just, I hope they don't because that that would be tragic. How they long has to, Goodell been the commish for? I want to say over twenty years at this point. When when do they usually give it up? Because I remember uh, David Stearns in the NBA giving it up to Adam Silver, but I think that's the only time in our lifetimes we've seen like a switch. Come on, like maybe the maybe the players should vote for a new commissioner, almost like a president. I really don't know how it works, but uh, I'm looking it up. Goodell has been commissioner since 2006. 2006. See, that's too so long. That's- that's you got what? one guy making the rules for years? for night. Yeah, exactly. You got somebody making the rules for that long. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, He's out I, of touch. It's just some of the some of the things within the league are just so like no 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 uh, reviewing or challenging pass interference calls or yeah. There's just there's there's things that could be done uh, like full time referees. You want to fix the refereeing problem? The National Football League, full time refs. Get it. it's that easy. It's get full time refs. Like don't have. I don't. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Some of the things that they they could make it so much better, and they choose not to. Is yeah. How problem. long? How long is this NFL? The players agency gonna take this? I mean, for any league, not even just the NFL. I mean, Manfred's running a ruckus in the MLB as well. Oh, like, when are when are the players gonna say, all right, enough's enough? For any of these guys, I mean, it's kind Adam, of getting crazy. Adam Silver is the only guy. I like I Adam Silver. That's, that's doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, the in-season tournament was a was a hit. Huge. And, uh, yeah, that was a huge it, success. Yeah, it should only get better too. It should only get better. And you know what? People can clown on the courts all they want. I like clown, them. except for Chicago. The, yeah, I mean, they're for the kids. At, at, at you know, like it's for the kids. Exactly. So what is? Well, these grown these grown people complained about the courts. You know, maybe maybe <laughs> I was a little skeptical. 
maybe I was a little skeptical at first, but you know what? The kids, they're trying to grow the game, get the kids to watch the regular season. I respect it. Adam Silver's doing a great job. It was a success. And uh, the commissioners need to be more like Adam Silver, who's actually trying to make the game better and not worse. You're spitting. I agree. You know, this episode's kind of been all over the place. We went. Yeah, we're just. This is a rambling <laughs> session right now. I mean, I'm, I'm cool. This is, we've just like freestyled this whole episode. There's no. This we is what happened. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, this is what happens when we don't pat. There's no okay. structure. We're just talking about things. We went from the in season tournament to Otani to go to Goodell back to the in season tournament. What are we even talking about, man? <laughs> but that's what the viewers like. Off the wall, you never know what's next. And that's this what is, we bring. This is what happens when you have a Cole and LT podcast that you're going to get. We're both very um, scatterbrained, so yeah, you're just, exactly. we're just we're just from one topic to the next. You know, you never know what topic is next. Real, yeah. So what do we got uh, next. We got anything? What are we talking about? All right, here's here's a thing that was that was in the news: the Bills and Chiefs game at the end of the game. That phenomenal play by Kelsey called back from an offsides, yeah. and a lot of people have given their opinions on it. They've shown, you know, screenshots of, you know, other other games with other players being lined up offsides, and it's not called, and they're like, why did they call it in that situation? What are your thoughts on that? Because I do know that that is, yeah, that is a kind of... It's a tough call. It's a decision that the refs have to make. What I will yeah. say... Is he was so he was so blatantly offsides. They almost His, had to call it. The receiver on who was on the ball on the on the other side of the field. His front foot was lined up with Tony's back foot. Yeah, and that's it was, insane. It was so blatantly, and people keep using like the TV line as the, that's not the line. That, yeah, look at the football. You have to be behind that. Like yeah. You, you, the center has the balls in the neutral zone. The center is the only player that can be touching the neutral zone because he has to snap the fucking ball. And it'll go <laughs> up an inch or two, like the actual football. So you almost have to play behind it a little bit. So, right. but right. regardless, I mean, he was he was almost a foot off sides. I mean, that was ridiculous. He was in front of all the guards and ta- <laughs> like you can't. You have to be lined up. Like I, I you know, it's 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 tough because but it is a. It is a decision that the refs have to make, exactly. and you can and you can argue that that really had no effect on the play. It didn't. It didn't change anything. So I can see why Patrick Mahomes was upset. And here's the other thing: everyone calling Patrick Mahomes a crybaby because of him going up to Josh Allen saying all that stuff, right? Yeah. Which, in the moment, like I like I can almost like. I'm not going to say relate because I'm not in the NFL, but I can right. see mentally where this guy is coming from as he's frustrated. He, I don't think he even realized that he was talking to Josh Allen when he was saying good game and he said, this is the worst call ever. I think he's almost just speaking what's on his mind. Like he didn't even, he doesn't even know that Josh Allen's there. So a lot of people, you got to give him a little bit of slack. I mean, they don't want to lose any more games. The chiefs are already underperforming. He's right. getting so much shit by the media. Obviously that's going to piss him off. And he was pissed off. And I can almost I put myself in his shoes and I can I would be acting the exact same way. So I don't think he's a crybaby for it. Although Dude, it was these, the right call. These people on the internet that are like 
uh, you know, Mahomes is a sore loser. Blah blah blah. You can't. That's the whole point. Have these, have these people ever lived life and been exactly. frustrated? Everyone gets mad. Are you chronically online where you've never lived life and had a moment where you're upset <laughs> and said something you didn't mean to say? Like what? Mahomes, he was in the Mahomes, moment. Come on, Mahomes, Mahomes for the first time in seven years makes a a, a you know was it a, was it a bad look? Yeah. Do we have it to was. judge his whole character off of it? No. The people like I lost respect for Mahomes because of the no, you didn't. You never had respect for him. Yeah, and you, you never were liked waiting. him. Exactly. You were, you were waiting for this moment to happen. You were praying every day, let Mahomes do something. Let Mahomes do something. So I can tweet that I lost respect for Mahomes when really you just never liked him to begin with. It was like Giants fans in Odell with that whole kicking net thing. There was count, yeah. even my own family. They were like, oh, I knew he was the drama queen. I knew yeah. he was this. Like, oh my God, come on. Dude. They always do it to the receivers. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Here's one thing. I think Antonio Brown almost kind of deserved the hate that he got for being a little bit of a drama queen. But everyone oh. else, I can I can relate to. I cannot relate anything <laughs> about myself to AB though. That's that's completely different. AB went a little nuts. I mean, I we can't defend AB. We've all seen Antonio Brown's actions and, and can understand he went a little nuts. But I mean, they did it to Chad Ochocinco in the day. Yeah. Terrell Owens. They're doing it to Diggs now. They did it to Odell. They do it to AJ Brown now. Hell, Devontae Adams. Like, and it, you know, it's funny when it's never a problem when the team is winning. But as soon as only, yeah, it's only when they're as bad. Soon, as soon as the receiver shows a little frustration on the sideline, everyone's like, "Oh, he do, he wants the ball more. He's selfish. They're well, gonna trade him." Is is he supposed if if the team is playing bad and he's not getting the ball, is he supposed to sit on the sidelines like, okay? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah what are you going to do? You're going to whisper to your coach, hey, give me the ball. I don't want to cause a scene. Yeah, Give like, me the ball, man. If you're if you're one of the best receivers in the league and your team is playing bad offensively and you're not getting the ball, what are you supposed to think? You're, you're thinking, well, if they give me the ball, we might be better. <laughs> Sometimes you got to yell at people to get through to them, and I think that's what half of these moments recently is. Yeah, dude. Uh, except for Antonio Brown. I think I would defend right. almost every outburst in the NFL before that. And then, like, you know, with the Diggs and Allen thing, they're friends. They're yeah. friends off the field. With the AJ, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts played youth football together. They're friends. They don't, they're not arguing on the sideline over touches. It's Mahomes not personal. And, Mahomes and Allen golf together in the offseason. They're friends. Exactly. You think Allen's like, oh, I fucking hate Mahomes now. He fucking <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I thought he was better than this. I can't believe <laughs> that he complained about a call when I was hugging him. Like, what? grow up. Oh, my God. Some like, people are ridiculous. Was he? Did he probably feel a little awkward because all the cameras on him? Yeah. Sure. But yeah. who gives a shit? Mahomes apologized for it, too. He's like, he knew it was a bad look. And you know what? Just move on. Don't call him a crybaby. Just move on. Next and game. You know, and the other thing that bothers me is when people are like, you know, oh, Mahomes can't be mad at that call because, you know, the call in the Super Bowl and the call oh against my, the Yeah. It's like, dude, just br bring up anything. What's he supposed to do? Go on the sideline and go, oh, well, actually, you guys you guys gave me a favorable call here and there. <laughs> so I'm not going to be upset this time. What? Just give, yeah, give the refs a break. Like, yeah, let's do that. Have these people ever played sports in their lives? What do you uh. want him to say? Oh, actually... I remember when when Sauce Gardner held the receiver and you guys called it. So I'm not going to be mad now. <laughs> Ever played sports in your life or showed an emotion in your life 
<laughs> get off social media and live life. Yeah, that's what it is. Half of it is just dude. freaking tweets, dude, and it makes my blood boil. I have to delete like, that goddamn app sometimes, dude. I, dude, it's so frustrating sometimes because I actually can't believe, you know, I always can ignore things that are like obvious trolls, but there was a tweet saying I lost respect for Mahomes with like 10 million views. That's so what I'm saying. I like saw like, it everywhere. You see it all the over the place. All these people are that numb in the brain to think oh that. God. Oh my like, God. I can't believe that's getting on. recognition. I know. it's it's cra It was talked about on like talk shows. Like, bro, Ugh, knock it off. Disgusting. Man. You're talking about another it's, man's emotions. Like, please. <laughs> bro, live life. Yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Go outside. Breathe Jeez. the air. Yeah, I know it's cold out, but damn. Let's, Listen let's, to uh, Kanye's new album Friday. Come on. There's bigger things in life. Yeah, so the Dolphins played like shit. Um, yeah, that was awful. What a meltdown. And I was coming around on the Dolphins. I, I really was. And then right on cue, they went right back to making me doubt them. Because I was really coming around. The defense was playing better. And the offense, you know, the offense is always good. And, you know, I was, I was looking at some of the games they lost this year. They weren't that bad. They weren't no. that bad against the Eagles. They weren't that bad against uh, the Chiefs, right? The only bad, bad moment was was the uh, was the Bills, and then to to lose to the Titans in the way they did, where they had a they had a defensive touchdown, which was like a a fluke kind of play. They scored twice when the Titans gave them the ball inside the red zone on on fumbles or whatever it was. Uh, and then they had one drive where they actually put together a drive and scored. Then they were up 27, 27 to 13. Like, like half two minutes left. I don't think it was that. I think it was halfway it was, through the fourth. Oh, well, no. They were down like 14. Well, I think I saw something. They were, uh, they were like, like the only team. I read that they're the only team in NFL history to come back minus, like, I think it was two touchdowns. 14. Yeah, 14. Like, yeah, 14 points. With uh, I don't know if it was two minutes, but it was like less than three. Probably they came back in like really yeah. quick time. They did because uh, the Dolphins, I believe, went three and out right after the the Titans scored the touchdown to make it a uh, a seven point game, yes, or a six point game because they went for two. Um, oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, that, that was, was a good game. That was a good game, and that was an ugly loss. For the Dolphins, and honestly, like they they still got the bill. They got to play the Bills and Cowboys these next yeah. two. Uh, is it next two weeks? I think I think it's the next two weeks. That's they play ugly. the they play the Bills and Cowboys. Or no, the week after this week they play the Bills and Cowboys because the Bills and Cowboys play each other this week. But uh, they're gonna have to. I've never really believed in Dolphins, and just as I was as I was starting to, they do this, and it's making me not believe again. Um. Yeah, I mean, I um I underappreciated them I think before the season. I've had them going like 6 and 11 or something ridiculous like Me that. Too. That's not obviously what I think now, but um I mean it goes without saying. They're really going to have to turn this up if they want to compete. If they want to Well, I think they're they're in the playoffs, right? What's their percentage yeah, for that? So, they're still the I think they're the number 2 seed and they've And they're first in the East, so they should be fine. They are. Yeah, they're first in the East. Yeah. So, That'll do it for this week's Keeping the PC. 
We've kind of hit everything we want to hit. Yeah, we knocked everything. At this point, I think, right? (laughs) I don't (laughs) think there's anything. Right. I don't. This is kind of all we talked about before the show. We literally sat down to do the show. Was like, all right, what are we talking about? (laughs) Because we got yeah, we got Dable and Tommy Cutlets in mind, and the rest of it was just off the (laughs) dome. That was just all freestyle, ladies and gents. We, I think we said the words in-season tournament and Kanye and left it at that. <laughs> exactly. We just made our own show, ladies and gentlemen. And as that's you can, what as, you got. Yeah, as you guys can see, Pat is the glue that holds us together. And we are mm-hmm. just kind of... We we're just kind of free-forming out here. But yep. hope y'all enjoyed listening to this scatterbrained episode. We will be back, hopefully as usual, with Patrick next week. We got picks coming for you. This Saturday on our social media. <laughs> Let's mention that Pat went 0-4 oh, and yeah. self-proclaimed that he's retired. I don't know if that's true, but he said he is retired. And and he picked the Packers and Titans. He must have been in hell. No, he that's picked what, the yeah. He picked the Packers and Dolphins. He picked the Packers and Dolphins. His lock was the Lions. <laughs> How unlucky and, uh, does he get? That's not even it's, bad picks. It's just that's just awful luck. Yeah, I know. And th- this week he didn't even pick. He didn't even pick like games that were supposed to be close. He picked all favorites, <laughs> and, not, and it was the complete <laughs> opposite. I mean, you can't make this up. You can't. And uh, you know, we're we're battling it out at the top. Oh yeah, I think, You're I up think five. Yeah. So last week you had more points. I had the better record, and I think I took it back this week, just overall first place. But yes. it is close between us. It's looking like Pat's gonna have to go on like a. Insane Lin Sanity run here at the end. If he wants he's to, he's gonna get have back to go on a Tommy Cutlets type of run here in these <laughs> next three weeks. He's gonna have to be Patty Cutlets if he wants a chance at this thing. Yeah, let's pick it up, Pat. Uh, Come on. Yeah. Anyways, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, we will see you back normal next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs>